Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It is 5.01 here in the Bayou City. And uh, uh, checking the weather for you right quick. Anybody heading to the ramp, uh, you can pretty much see the limp flags. It's not bad. It's really nice. It's what I call perfect southeast about six to nine six to seven you know at all points around here pretty sweet you know all up and down the coast so it's uh you know with the tide this morning what do we have this morning we've got a low coming up at 7 16 a.m and uh that'll uh it might be low for some that already get you know the when you get out there but uh you've got a high right behind it it won this afternoon, so it'll be coming in all morning. But they're they're weaker. There's not going to be much tight exchange. We'll get some with that front coming. We'll see how that plays out. But uh, pretty much all up and down the coast, we're uh, weather's just winds are not a factor as of yet. They're calling for like ten to twenty today, but I think it'll be later in the afternoon before it picks up. I know at the North Jetty, it's thirteen out of the southeast, but I mean. All the way down to Port Isabel, it's like zero six five Mansfield, Baffin Bay five, Corpus two, Port Aransas eight. I mean, all the way up to here. And, uh, Calcasieu Pass, that's probably the strongest wind, kind of an east wind at fourteen this morning. They're getting that east that we had yesterday over Venice Way and all, but Texas coast doesn't look any better. Doesn't get any better. It, uh, that's where we're at and it's seeing's believing forecasts are different than what you usually see when you get up in the mornings but you know that's what we had down you know Corpus this week it was really nice you know that's that's one of the windiest cities in the country and uh, it's been a long time since I've been to Corpus and the wind's been down like that for two days it's pretty crazy but uh no, it was fun going down there and doing something different, getting away from here. And, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of fishermen like doing that. They like, we've just got so much to offer in this state, whether you're hunting or fishing, whatever you like to do outdoors related to this state, just, it offers it all. You can even just, you know, it's easy access to just slide over to Louisiana and do their thing too. It's just, it's fishing and it, uh, no matter where you fish, you know, it may be a little different the way you 
you have to approach things and do things. But, I mean, speckled trout are speckled trout, and they uh, pretty much react to all the same baits that we fish up here. They fish down there, and and I just like doing new things. I mean, what have I been sitting on this bay all my life and fished every nook and cranny and crevice there is, and it just, when I go down south, I just get to learn and experience new things. And, uh, man, when you fish with a guy like Cliff Webb, I mean, he's been there forever. He knows, he knows so much. I mean, he's forgotten more things than a lot of people ever know. And just the way, the way he approaches things and way, the way he attacks his, uh, system is just, uh, it's, it's the real deal. I mean, I've fished with a lot of good fishermen all my lifetime had the opportunity and been fortunate enough to do that and he's uh he's the man he's one of one of the good ones and i there just there wasn't a lot of fishing pressure down there i mean we had areas that we could work over and never see another boat for hours and hours and uh and you know being able to target those areas and and learn how to fish the baits we fish up here you you do it down there but you approach it a little bit differently and uh especially when you're fishing the rocks those you know most of the fish we found were they were on sand right next to the rocks and when i say rocks down there that's the you know the rocks and all that lower laguna you know baffin area and all that towards the land cut and it uh it's structure fishing basically the same thing we do up here except we have oyster shell they have those big uh worm rocks down there and they can be from cannonball size all the way up to as big as the front of your boat and you just got to uh i mean you can't touch them with a bait you're like velcro it'll stick but the good thing about it if you do hang up all you have to do is drift past it a little bit and just flip that bait right off of there it'll come right off and uh, unless you're really catching fish and you don't want to disturb that area and get your bait back, you can just break it off and tie another jig on. But uh, for the most part, it's it's fishing, and it's uh, that that structure those those fish just love adhering to that, and uh, you know they work the work the edges of it, and you know if they got the right current and those fish are balled up good, they'll move around up and down in and out and uh you just got to go in there and get them and i can see where when you hook really big fish in there you you got to get on that fish and get him out of there if, if your line touches those rocks it's you're done you're gonna break off and the way the fish were staged and you know the fish were really scattered i mean there was no nothing what i'd call just getting on a school i mean you just had to work and we were fortunate you know, all of us knew how to fish. We're really good fishermen, and you know, we had to grind the fish. It's a real, real funny bite, but uh, if you're good, you catch those fish. And you know, if Cliff would have had people that were real inadequate and beginners, it would have been really tough. You wouldn't have caught anything. But uh, we made something out of nothing. And when you got good fishermen fishing together like that, and everybody staying in contact with their lure and contact with each other saying hey man work it a little faster they're kind of up that was what was so weird you know those fish were they weren't they weren't on the bottom and they weren't on the top 
but you had to work it on top to get them to come up and take it and just put a lot of erratic action on that bait and make them eat it. Force feed them, basically, is what I call it. And uh, make them come get it. Because if you'd slow it down, they, they just didn't want it. They, they'd lose interest in it. But if you put a lot of action on it, and if you did get a little, you know, you could feel them push that bait around, and if you take it away from them, really work it erratically and fast away from them like you were a, a little finger bullet or whatever escaping that fish, they'd come get it. And uh, But you had to be quick on the hook set. Those fish, uh, I mean, as soon as they touch it, you better be on them or they'll drop it. I mean, they were just... Uh, they were interested, but they weren't feeding, and you could tell. And, uh, you know, Monday we released uh, everything we caught. We didn't kill any fish. And then yesterday we killed a few just for the table fare. <laughs> and I, I've got to tell you, there there's not a better eating trout anywhere in my books than from down there. That's the cleanest, purest tasting. It reminds you of the surf fish when you catch them, that good quality tasting fish even when i fried those fish last night you didn't get that old funky smell out of the grease while they're cooking like you do from some bay fish up this way and uh it was uh quite a treat i'm glad i kept what i did because my wife and i ate every one of them <laughs> last night that was so good and uh but that was uh that was a lot of fun to go do something different this time of year because you know I'm going to be, be busy trying to get some hunts in. But winter fishing's just, uh, it's so awesome. And that water's so clean and clear down there. And the grasses, I mean, that place is in great shape. And a lot of good bait fish. I mean, uh, those fish are really making a rebound down that way. And uh, Mansfield's even, Mansfield's on fire right now. From everybody I know fishing down there, they're, that's that's the place to be if you're going far south. They're catching them really good, and uh, but it was a lot of fun. And I th can't thank Cliff enough for working super hard and uh, covering a lot of water. Those guys burn some gas down there, so if you wonder why they're uh, they might be a hundred dollars a day more than guides around here, well, some guides are probably three or four hundred more, but uh, for down there. Well, that extra hundred bucks you pay is uh, definitely used in fuel. They burn the gas. Long ways to go. It's uh, it's bigger down there than you think. It looks narrow on the map and all that, but uh, you know that Laguna Madre and running south, that's a long ways. Good hard runs, and uh, pretty impressed. Something different and uh, good to good to make a change every once in a while. And you got such a really good shot of catching a big fish. You know, I caught a nice one on Monday and then uh, had a shot on a really good one Tuesday about 1 o'clock. That fish just, uh, I just didn't didn't get the hook any good. He just pulled loose. Started that good glad like a big trout does. They'll come up and watch your line come up, and they're glad they start after that initial hook set and head shake, and he just pulled loose. Only fish I lost, and it had to be the big one. Naturally, big one got away. That kind of deal. But uh, no, what a what a fun deal that was. I needed that. Needed that. So, anyway, all right. Well, we got a break coming up. 
And I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the Belleville Meat Market. They're easy to find. They're right in downtown Belleville. Look for the big white sign, the processing facility and meat market, right next door to one another. And this week, they're double featuring dirty rice pecan smoked sausage and cheddar pecan smoked sausage. You can try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available. And they have a full menu on their pecan smoked barbecue. They serve that Monday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., Check out their pulled pork, homemade hot dogs, chopped beef. Everything's good there. And uh, with the holidays coming up, they have gift box boxes available in store or online. You, they'll help you build a custom box for somebody you really want to give a nice present to for Christmas. And wild game processing, they're making Vinny dogs and hog dogs with all your processing needs. That's homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. You can bring something home from your hunt. The entire family can enjoy all year long. They're open Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sundays, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. And the Belleville Meat Market celebrating 42 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 518 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run down to G-Town. Let's check in with Captain James Plog. JP, what's up, man? Yo, Mick, what's happening, buddy? Not a lot, brother, not a lot. Well, man, nice few fish you caught there, buddy. That was nice. That was all right. It's uh, the one I missed Tuesday was the one. That's the one I went there for. Well, as we talked about that yesterday, that always happens, man. Hey, I've been disappointed before, you know. Yeah, hey, that keeps 
That keeps coming back, I don't back, even bro. get mad when I lose a fish anymore. I'm losing it, man. It just, you know, it's, I got him to bite, though. He didn't want that bait, but he finally came back on it third try. Third time's a charm, but he ended up sticking it in my face, so and I don't care. Yeah, but you see it. But, but the fun of it for <clears throat> you and I is you fooled him. You got him to nibble. He didn't want it. <clears throat> that, that's what's fun, making them eat yeah. something they don't want to eat nothing. That's right. like we'll be sitting on some fish and, you know, you know they ain't swam off. And then you can kind of play around. And then if you can figure something out, that's what's fun to me. You know, when you can make them bite when they don't want it. When they're biting, everybody's a Facebooker. When they're biting, when they ain't biting, <laughs> yeah. you, better, you better tighten up, man. You better figure out how to make them bite. Yeah, that's true. You know, and and we, we learn so much from their customers because everybody does something different or on a unorthodox or whatever you pay attention <clears throat> you know you and i have stole every technique that everybody's got but we got a technique for everything usually yeah that's pretty much that's why you can make them fish bite down there you know they don't want to bite because you know you've done it so long up here having to make something bite us man let's figure this out i know you know how many times we've done that i know it's uh, but it's fun doing something different, you know. Oh yeah, dude, <clears throat> I enjoy it down there. When I was working down there, <clears throat> those few years I was fishing down there in the winter time, man. But the cold was key. We got up one morning. There's ice everywhere. There's ice on my boat. It's <laughs> like stupid. I said, "What am I doing?" I can see this in my mind like it was yesterday. And we had these big fish at <clears throat> place back there in Nyberg Point or <clears throat> some point back there in the back. We pull in there and get out. And I said, look, man, y'all get out and y'all go right there. And you get out. And this dude, I can't even feel my hands. I almost fell in my boat because it was full of ice. Yeah. And in my brain, I'm like, there ain't no way these guys are going to catch anything. I ain't getting out till it gets right. Hey, so I'm sitting there, got my hands kind of underneath my arms, trying to drink my coffee. Hey, this guy ain't made six casts and got one on like six pounds. I said, you've got to be kidding me, man. And, uh, you know, and then by the time we came in, it was beautiful. South Texas deal. You had a deer up in the morning, it's freezing at noon, you're in shorts. Uh-huh. <clears throat> kind of cool. Must no short pant day yesterday. I, for some reason, I was cold all day yesterday. No, that, that east wind. wind just makes it cold. It was cold at my house there on T Bay yesterday morning. Just you know, I said, "Man, I'm gonna sit inside and drink coffee this morning." Usually, I like to sit outside and watch the squirrels and the dogs and all that junk. But hey, I, not yesterday morning. Hey, well, I'm glad it, it wasn't just me because I, I got home yesterday after I talked to you. I was getting fuel. And I said, well, it's bike day. I got to ride the bike. I, I had to put a whole bunch of stuff on. It wasn't no throw a hoodie and some shorts on. I put some stuff on, buddy. I was cold. But. Well, the older we get, the more that cold affects you. And uh, it's just part of, part of the game we've been playing for years here, man. It's just yeah, same old got to layer up. Really good. Got to layer, layer up, up in the mornings and peel off in the afternoons. Well, see, I got it now. We done been so many days in a row that 
I know exactly how many shirts. I can look at the temperature in my truck. Yeah, you're acclimated to, to it, and you know exactly what to put on. Yeah. Well, hey, when it first gets cold, that first day it's really cold. Man, you, you either got too much or too little or wrong socks. Yeah. Pump's always wrong. Until you get it dialed in. But our fish is really good, Mickey. We ain't catching nothing good, just fish, just trouts. But uh, it's good. I mean, you got to bounce around a little bit. Yesterday <clears throat> in the morning time, uh, we caught some, six or seven, and they just wouldn't go. Then I right. moved to a couple of times, and I, I had a kind of a problem. I had the, the – the tide and the wind going the same way, which kind of recipe for disaster, but nothing, nothing, nothing. I said, man, let me go check this one little little spot. So <clears throat> we were sitting there fishing, and we, we caught one right when we pulled up, and nothing. And I was putting a jig head on for somebody done something. I looked over there, and that shrimp just jumped right there. Anyway, long story short, <clears throat> we pulled around there a little bit, finally got them going. It, it, it got really good. Yeah. But that was, you know, maybe like 10 o'clock. Back right, in, but I'm well, weighing, we see you that know, you know on the backside of these moon phases. I mean, it's just uh, some most of the time it's uh, mid morning to midday is your bite, you know, and you just got to hang with it. You know, Sunday, and we pulled up on a little old spot, and we catch. I just had two guys, and we don't kill fish; we count them. Well, we caught twenty-two, like pretty quick. I yeah. mean, I looked at my watch, and it was like 8 o'clock. And these were some pretty good fish because I actually, I told you yesterday, I weighed a couple. Man, I just want to see what these fish are weighing. They're so we, fat. Very, oh, they're fat. Very seldom we catch one 21 inches. But we caught a couple 21 inches right there, and I weighed them. And they're three, three, one. I mean, they're three-pound yeah. trout. Little butter balls. catch much bigger. Yeah, butter balls. So we moved around there and caught seven or eight. And I said, man, let me run over here a little bit and see if these fish are here. And we stopped on a little old spot, and buddy, we sat there, and it was about that time, about nine thirty or something like that. <clears throat> and we catch forty for fun, and just drive off. I mean, there's yeah, there's doubles, triples, and we just left. But Sunday was my best bite, and then Monday, you know, we still caught them. We caught you know close to thirty fish, but it was hard. Yeah. Then the day after that, it was easy. You know, some days it's easy, some days it's hard, but. Catching them pretty good. Really, just about everything on tails. Mickey, the little TVs and the little Johns, anything in a natural color. I'm sure that somebody comes up there with a chartreuse glitter or whatever they like to throw, they'll catch them. But from what I see, the, the, like the little Houdinis you were fishing with down there, mm-hmm. seem like the, the natural color seems to be better for me anyway. Yes. You know, that watermelon glitter, you know, whether it's gold or red, works real good down there too the watermelon red is what i'm throwing uh, yeah i wanted and something pink, gold. Uh, you know in, in wintertime pink is really a good color you're always gonna and that was that color was i even caught some on a little pv in that pink but uh the that soft soft dean xl and the pink they were they were smoking that they were eating that. I, yeah. I, like I told you yesterday. You, tell, you know, and there's not a shad or any kind of, you know, bait fish in but There ain't nothing pink in the water, but, boy, they jump on it. That, they, that's just trout fishing. That's, <laughs> I mean, man, when we start throwing that fluorescent pink in the mirror lure when they sent me some, Eric sent me some back in 83 or whenever it was. Yeah, that's the 40 years ago, dude. Yeah. Them. And uh, I said, man, this 
fluorescent pink. I don't know. I'll try it. And it's been good ever since. And it's always, you know, your December through about February color, it seems like. All up and down yeah. the coast. What a what a great, you know, color. Yeah, and there ain't nothing nothing pink in the water. I, I didn't weigh. No, there's nothing that resembles that. Nothing. No. I, I didn't weigh my stringer that day. I was with you. And we had put in right there, you know, by Granny's. And I caught, remember, I caught all them fish on the SHP. I would like yes. to weigh all them fish. <clears throat> Oh, that's, that's when I still, had oh, uh, that Wesley guy. And yeah, his son. that's exactly. I'm pretty sure. He had two over nine that day. Remember, he caught two that were uh, way over nine, big boys. He, he had that, his little boy. His name's Waverly Vest is what his name was. I can't believe probably, I can still remember that. I remember that day. I can remember it like I remember that day. I, I can't I, believe I remembered the customer's name because he only fished with me a couple of times, but. Hey, when you got a guy that catches two over nine, you're gonna remember his name. <laughs> Dude, that was crazy like, that day. I'm, yeah, I'm glad like you in said, the hey, movie man, Troy when he said, "That's why nobody will remember your name." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a that was a good day, man. But anyway, SHP Marylers, and it's just you know, pink's the good color. I hadn't been throwing much, you know, where I'm fishing right now. Uh, but then the other day, I couldn't catch well, When you're catching fish. fish, it's hard to take a lure off and put another one on, you know. Exactly. And, and usually my guys, they, they're, they're crushing me. There's a couple of days this week that, you know, if you were killing fish, they doesn't have their 15 or 20 or whatever you got to catch. I ain't caught a fish. So I, I said, you know what? I, I can't do what you got. I'm thinking in my brain, I can't do what y'all are doing. Jig in, and I can't get it dialed in. And I put an eight-ounce head on there, and I got me. I went back to this. I know this will catch fish. A shrimp-colored sea shad. And it took me about 30 minutes. And I finally got the speed down. I had a couple of little old touches. I, Man, I know that's fish. And I never fish with an eight-ounce head. You know that. I mean, a real eight-ounce, not no pro elite. That's what I was. <laughs> you know what I was throwing down south? I was throwing a uh, an eight-ounce uh, gumball, you know, the gold hook I, ones. That short hook with a wide gap. That uh, I looked at it. That that number four hook, and uh, hey, it worked beautifully. I just whatever I was doing, Mickey. This went on for some days, you know, which is fine. I don't need to catch any fish, but I'm like, man, I need to be able to catch them. And once once I got the speed down, and it took me a while. Yeah. Then it was then it was game. Hey, I've changed reel retrieves. I've done everything. <clears throat> yeah, you know, I fish. I got two. You know, I have a, a six four or six five retrieve, and I guess what are those going to be fish with? Seven five or something? Well, it's six six and seven two. I think something like that. Okay. All right. Well, whichever ones we got, I'll take that slow retrieve one when I'm having trouble, and I'll dial everything down. Six 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 is uh that's that's the one that's perfect for me the way I work my baits. The way I fish, I like this. I mean, I, I can do it with a seven, but uh, I mean, I don't like changing up. I'll just stick with that six six. One of my guys here say he wasn't doing good in the morning time, and that when they got to biting, and I looked at he had good stuff, uh, a cheaper water lose and a, and a lose. I looked at it, it was seven five. And he he didn't do no good in the morning time. And I'm like, man, dude, he caught some little ones. 
And when they started biting, he dialed it in. And I'm watching <laughs> him. So he was grandpawing, but he's grandpawing with that 7.5. So yeah, there's a difference. It, there's, you know. You, you ain't kidding. And he, he went to lighten them up. I mean, he actually – I just put my rod down and just started taking fish off. They actually went to, went to get them. So, but it's it's been good, dude. I'm just glad you got to travel do a little fishing, man. That's cool. Yeah, it was good to get away and do something different. I hadn't been anywhere in a while, and it all worked out. Man, I got till about the 22nd or 3rd, I think I go through, and then I'm out. I'm going dove hunting, going playing golf. I'm out for a couple, two or three weeks. Yeah, that second dove opener's coming up, too. I think the 15th, huh? Yeah. Flounder season, that's a good time to get out of Galveston anyway because it's going to be a tidal wave of flounder fishermen coming. They're coming, brother. They're already there. They're just catching and releasing. Dude, if it floats. They're going to beat them all up before it's time to keep them. Hey, but here's here's the deal, Mickey, what I think. I know you got to go. No, I'm good. We've got some time. You tell everybody you can't do something, and they're just waiting. And then all of a sudden – all right, man, crack scores <laughs> open. Come get all you want. Here they come. <laughs> but if you let them have a little bit all the time, there ain't no big rush. And I think you're going to kill more flounders because you and I both know, I don't care that whatever day it is, the 15th of December, we ain't had no weather. And I guarantee you a lot of them flounders ain't went nowhere. No, we got that <clears> front this weekend. I don't know whether that will change anything or not. It's going to get pretty cool, but I think it will uh, – I think they'll get a shot at them. Yeah, so instead of nibbling, just let you nibble and get you a couple. Now it opens back up, and it's five. And, buddy, get everybody on your street, your neighbor, your grandma, your cousin. Let's <laughs> go get some flounder. We're going to load them up. And then, <laughs> you know, and that may, that may hurt worse than just letting them nibble, just giving them a couple of fish through the whole thing, the whole closure. Just give them, That's what I was saying. Just, just give them one. At least give them one. Anything. Anything. But, man, but now they're going to get their five. Hey, and even the people that are cheating, double-dipping at two, well, you still ain't got four. Now you right. go double-dipping at five. Now you got ten. Yeah, And you exactly. know as well as I'm sitting there that they're doing it. I'm so, with you. We ain't been catching. We ain't been catching no flounders where I'm fishing now, Mickey. Last year we did, but I ain't catching none right now. Yeah. But at home, it was you know we were catching catching some real nice. When Cameron was here, he was catching some really nice flounder. He catched three or four day, and they were all like two and a half to almost four pounds. More perfect. Those are yeah, nice big ones. ones. Yeah. Turn everything loose, but. Anyway, brother, well, that's it. Everything's cool. Well, hey, what's a, what's that uh, oh, that pink shrimp-colored uh, bass assassin you like? Cliff likes it, too. What do y'all call that bait? Oh, it's Laguna shrimp. Laguna shrimp. That's it, Laguna shrimp. Laguna shrimp. This, yeah, Cliff this, likes fish Cliff, that, too. The Cliff don't like tails on here. See, they make two. They make a Laguna shrimp. With lion tail or just a straight Laguna shrimp? Just straight tail down there. Uh, a lot of times with those colored tails, the uh, pinfish and the piggies, you know, they'll they'll bite it off. Right. I that Laguna a, shrimp's a, a really good bait. 
Yeah, I had a couple of uh, chartreuse-tailed baits when that uh, Houdini I was throwing had the chartreuse tail on it, and I had it bit off a couple of times. Really? Yeah. I remember down there we fishing tournaments in Rockport you had. Man, we'd go through I don't know how many bass fast of the day, whatever you had, because the piggy was getting everything or whatever. Oh, he yeah. Tail, tail nippers. <laughs> but the lagoons, you know, hey, but that's, pink, hey that's big trout food right there, man. You got them them tail nippers, you got big trout there. I can tell you that. They're you feeding on that stuff. That's when you, you drop a fat kid, boy buddy. down there on top of them and jerk his lips off. Hey, it's funny how many piggies. I bet if you went to one of them rocks like we all were fishing, and you just got over there with your boat, got some dead shrimp, like we catch piggies to go snapper fishing. Right. You don't think there's very many piggies? And you got just a little bit of shrimp, and you put it down there, and buddy, there's millions of piggies. There ain't two. Piggy city. <laughs> hey, don't you know if you went to that rock? I bet you there's hundreds of piggies on that rock. I promise you. I promise yeah. you. That. Uh, yeah. Well, that's that's a different animal down there, and I like it. That's a good change. Point at yes, the, sir. The water just, you know, and our water's beautiful in Galveston for us this year. But uh, to go down there, it's just different, man. It's like air, dude. Yeah, and the, and well, we didn't catch many fish in that air stuff. We caught our fish in that good deep dark green, you know, trout water. That's where the fish were. Hey, when y'all were just idling around, did y'all yeah. see any fish in that clear water? Just anything? Yeah, and uh, or... man, you wouldn't believe the fish we were seeing on the screen, you know, around those rocks, you know, drifting by on the on the bottom machine yeah and every time we start seeing fish on the machine everybody start getting bites you know it's uh man no that's different cool. than here cliff watches yeah. that machine big time every rock it, it goes man. over look at there there was two big ones on that rock you know i live on it I yeah mean, that's so that's what we do we're, we're structure fishing man that's it well fish love structure and we do too yeah very seldom they just out there. When there's millions of them, they might just be out there in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, true. Not. Man, but remember how clear Trinity Bay used to get back there years ago. That's what that's I mean, what it just, reminded me of down there when I, you know, when Trinity Bay used to be right before all this dredging and all the problems we've had. Man, that water used to get like that. Jeez, it's clear. It's clear at home. It's when it, when the wind don't blow. It's real clear at home. When that tide gets low, count mm. every every. Moisture and Taylor crab on the bottom. Right. The tides are getting low right now, man. It, it got low yesterday. Got you. All right, buddy. Well, I'm going to let you get All to right, it man. to catch them up today, and I'll talk to you down the road. Throw them out a number. Somebody wants to fish with you, Plug. All right, buddy. 49 776 All right, Vic. Glad you had a good trip, buddy. Hey, you too, James. See you, man. Later. All right. All right. All right that's Captain James Plog heading to the ramp. And uh, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. Boyd's is the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse croakers, and they're located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. And if you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's from their tanks to your live well. That bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand at the store. They have them on display there, different size bottles, all their regulators and diffusers. They refill your stuff right there. Or if you need more info, call Jason Cogburn at 
701-8107. And uh, while you're by the store, check out all their wild-caught Gulf seafood, their big 9-12 count shrimp, 16-18s, whatever size. They've always got great prices and great availability. And check out their Cajun Grill next door. They put out some really good food there. Call them at 409-945-4001 or check them out at boydsonestop.com. And when you do, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. Let's go to, back to G-Town. And let's jump the bridge and uh, head over and talk to Captain Sharky Marquez, see what he's up to this morning. Sharky, good morning. How are you, bud? What's up, buddy? Oh, not a lot. How are you, man? Oh, man. I'm good. I'm good. Playing recovery after uh, going fishing yesterday morning in that tsunami of wind <laughs> goodness gracious yeah that old east wind was a little raw yesterday morning wasn't it yeah buddy yeah buddy she was kicking i ended up uh going out and doing kind of like a uh like some you know private lesson lesson kind of deal with uh some folks out in tiki we had a really good time man just showed them you know showed them some spots around uh around the reef systems and showed them, you know, kind of, right. kind of the rigs and what to use. The reefs were kind of slow. Um, and then we fish, I don't know, we sat in two, three foot seas in that little bay boat sitting at that causeway there for a little bit and stuck a heck of a trout, man, 22, 23 inch trout. There you go. Um, which was so funny. Cause I was just telling them, you know, they were asking about trout and I said, man, you know, it just depends, but with this green water and everything, I mean, if you stick one, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a big one, you know, um, you know, especially cause it was cold, you know, it was just freezing outside yesterday morning. Um, so I was like, yeah, it's so cold, but there's green water here. If you stick one, man, it's going to be a mama bear. And boy, about right when I said that we caught that, uh, that 23 inch trout, it was sweet. Yeah. It was cool. cool. And then uh, loaded up from there, headed to the to the old ship channel, and uh, got them prepared for you know December fifteenth. We probably caught a dozen or so, pretty nice fish in the ship channel. Real big yeah. flounder, and uh, just ironing them out, adding to the adding to the chaos that's going to be there December fifteenth. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see a nice drone footage for that morning. 
man, going you are down that it, channel, you know, videoing the boats and then all the people on the bank too. That's going to be uh, might be a little hectic gonna, there. <laughs> it's going to be wild. It's going to be wild. Yeah. Oh, and there'll I think it's there'll be some early birds that'll be there at midnight when when the clock ticks. Lines in the water. Yeah. Get, they'll start catching them at midnight. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, I'll be a part of that group right there. <laughs> you will, huh? Okay. Well, I called that shot. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. I'll be there. We'll be there. Me and my probably me and my fam are gonna be there. You know, we tr we got a little that get a little tradition. So uh, we'll be there, and then I'm running, coming back, and running another trip after that. And of course, all the guys are. I think, man, maybe we've got one, one slot left or something for that day out of all, out of all the boats, maybe. But of course, everybody's booked the 15th, 16th, 17th. You know, lots of bookings. I'm so. glad y'all are young, <laughs> man. So you're gonna fish a midnight trip when season opens, and then bring them in, and then pick up a morning trip and run them back to back. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, so I've got midnight to probably you know three know four in the morning. Come back in, clean the boat, you know, spray it down, get ready, and go back out at you know six a.m. Goodness. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah. And old Mama Sharky, man, she was, she called me the other day and she said, hey, do you want to, you know, I, I see you're blocked on the afternoon for the 15th. You want an afternoon trip? And I was like, no, you crazy woman. I got to sleep sometime. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you. She's like, are you sure? Because I've had a lot of calls for that afternoon for you. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, golly, I gotta get some sleep. Tell her, hey, you run it. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's exactly and she right. She could too. <laughs> yeah, she probably could. Yeah, she needs. She, she needs to put her husband to work. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. Now Ralph, we're get talking, off, Nikki. Get get off your buttocks and get out there. We got to get these people out <laughs> on the water, man. <laughs> you know, he would be a freaking heck of a. He'd be a heck of a guide for for a day, you know, taking people flounder fishing. Yeah. Man, he loves that flounder fishing. He'd just be screaming at the top of his lungs when they when they missed one. <laughs> oh well, man! Speaking of that flounder fishing, uh, when you're taking these people, do any do any of them want to throw like a jig and work the bottom and catch them that way, or how to how does that work? Oh heck work yeah, for that's you? how we. Oh yeah, that's how we fished for them all day yesterday. Mm -hmm. um it's just working that bottom man and they're you know we'll do uh we we're almost i don't know 75 percent of the time 80 percent of the time maybe we're throwing there's an artificial lure that's you know involved in our flounder fishing um you know and maybe what that's, uh, you know, when you're doing know. that down there what what's your go-to bait and color you know when you're when you're fishing deep for them like that bottom bottom yeah bottom. good question man i love the uh i love the you said the bait and the color yeah um i love the berkeley gulps because they're just you know pre-scented baits those right. fish go nuts over them and we've been really just 
we've been really just uh, zoned in on using this uh, four inch. It's it's called a uh, gosh four inch swimming mullet. No, no, no. I'm lying to you. The four inch mud minnow croaker, like mud minnow slash croaker. Yeah. Um, I'll verify that, but it's uh you know it looks like a it looks like a mullet you know like a little finger mullet right and i love to use the uh the the whole pearly white is really good right uh and then you know if if you're throwing all kinds of stuff you can't get them to hit then we'll throw on like an electric chicken you know which is like neon green and red you know just something different down there and uh and they they end up hitting that sucker pretty good too. So I mean, I'll have the white ones, the electric chicken, and then Dad throws like a silver and white one that really looks like a swimming mullet man, and he does really well on that. Yeah. So. Well, that's good info. Yeah, that's what we're using, man. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, just to clarify, it's it's a uh, Berkeley Gold Saltwater Mud Minnow. That's what it's called. And it's uh yeah, four inch, four inch bait. All right. So we'll do that. Uh, you know, I noticed, you know, all up and down the coast where I fish in different places like, you know, east of us over there, they like uh using just any kind of whatever little uh swim bait, you know, tail or you know, yeah, curly tail curly tail grub or something and they'll tip it with uh either one of those fish bites. For the yeah. or you know a little piece of peeled shrimp on the hook threaded up on there and, interesting uh, you know to get that but see you can do both when you go to that gulf like that you got the best of both worlds you got the scent and you got the bait and, yeah uh, yeah and you don't have to mess with tipping the hook or any of that mess yeah that's true you know and if you're if you're feeling real froggy you know you get out there you catch four out of your five fish and uh you're looking for a giant you know and you you just so happen to have you know you so happen to have some some live finger mullet and some look some artificials right. on there man you can tip that that gulp with uh with a live mullet you know just hooking it right through the uh basically go. right through that nose or the top of their head really right um and man I mean, you're not going to get a ton of bites that way, but the one that you are going to get, it's going to be a mambo jumbo. typically, typically. Sure. Got you. You tip that bait with the, yeah, with the live mullet, buddy. It's, All right, Sharky. Know, it's a big bite. Roll. Uh, throw them out some info. Somebody wants to get with you guys and come down and do it up. Heck yeah, man. Let's go make some memories. You can hop on our website. It's Outcast Fishing with no G charters.com it's outcastfishingcharters.com hope everybody is having an awesome week so far man we're gonna get back out there tomorrow and the next day and uh have some good info for you by this weekend but we'll holler at you soon mickey have a blessed day my friend hey, you bet you sharky always a pleasure talking to you thanks for the info i'll see you saturday buddy take care all right buddy looking forward to it man late all right all right Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning, bright and early, 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 